welcoming you to the Prairie Dac radio program. Rick Homer, Prairie Dac, is in the studio ready to answer your questions of a medical nature. Dr. Holmes' specialty is internal medicine. He's a physician with the Avera Medical Group Brookings, also a clinical professor at the University of South Dakota Sanford School of Medicine, and he's also affiliated with the South Dakota State University, where he conducts medical research. We join our program today as Bob Wayne presents a birthday gift to Rick. Enjoy your gift. Thank you very much. A cane in which you can... <laughs> <laughs> Well, that... you know, the topic of our show a little while ago was about walking sticks, and Joe yeah, brought it up, so there you go. It's a beautiful cane. It's, it's lightly a... used, but... but... What's the history on that cane? Do you... Well, I... I'll tell you off air, okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are on air, aren't we? Yeah. We are. Yes. Good yeah. to have both of you with us, and I'm I'm happy to be here listening to the two pirates go at it, having a good time. I'm Joan Hogan. As most of you know, Dr. Rick Holm is our prairie doc, and he has been sailing the Caribbean oh, and man. finding all the pirate spots and just having a fine time. Oh, yes. And today's your birthday. You know, I've known you for 25 years, and I never remember people's birthdays. I'm terrible at it. Uh, February 1 is an easy date to remember. Yeah, the day before back ground Groundhog Eve there. Day. Groundhog <laughs> yeah, Groundhog's Eve, Eve that's is your it. birthday. I'll see if I don't remember uh, next year. Huh? That's okay. Well, what a great way to celebrate your birthday. Have yes. you back on Prairie Doc Radio. There it is, and I like it. I, I tell you what, though, I was, almost forgot it. I was at Cook's Kitchen. I was just buried in in, uh, in what I was doing, and then, lo and behold, I looked up, and it was 20 after, and I had walked to Cook's. Oh, no. So I you you know, got, I got my chemo pump on, you know, and it's kind of dragging me down. I feel like an old man. I'm shaky, you know, this next two to earth three days recovering from the chemo that I started on Monday <clears throat> and um but I had to run <laughs> you I ran, ran home I, I got ran the home car, drove here it's a half and you mile did that in 10 minutes and I was 30 seconds late that's all. oh I'm impressed <laughs> and you're not even out of breath which is amazing yeah well listen we're going to let you catch whatever breath you may need to catch we're going to take our first break folks the prairie doc is back if you have questions why don't you give us a call at 692-1430 we'll be back right after these words hi welcome back to prairie doc radio during the break dr holm and i were just catching up on the three friends of his who covered the last three weeks and they just did an outstanding job it's just so nice to have not just my prairie doc but other prairie docs right here in brookings who are willing to fill in and did a great job and while we were gone uh we used the shows that we had made in october uh in rapid city and for so your had, for television show. show right and so for the television show we had a show on arthritis and a show on neurology and a show on Indian health and the Indian health show I thought was very impressive particularly because of Don Warren who was the uh, Indian from North Dakota originally Pine Ridge who really gave a perspective he's a he's a physician who had trained at Harvard and I mean he's a brilliant man and uh, he was he like many Indians are are not pushing their verbally pushing themselves they're not you know, they're not this glib person who who comes out uh, quickly. They're very sort of little passive, uh, powerful, uh, that everybody had the chance to talk. I'm not going to push you're out, you out of the way. That That's how it is, I think. And, but uh, once they say something, it is quite meaningful. Boy, I'll it tell you what, really I, I couldn't believe the information that man shared on that show. It was very impressive to me. It was a changing 
uh, uh, time for me. But during those three shows that we had produced in October that we ran in January, we also had guest hosts from Brookings who are uh, who did record shows on the nights that we ran previously recorded shows. That we recorded three more shows that will occur this spring, and uh, these shows, or maybe during times when I'm on uh, getting my Whipple procedure, if I can get those surgeons to do it. Mm. And um, uh, but in May, I think May first will be that time. It'd be great. But <clears throat> all that said, um, my expectation is that. You know, if I'm no longer here one day, or if I retire, or if I'm traveling, uh, the Brookings people uh, are getting the training and are interested and willing to be uh, uh, to step up as Prairie Docs, and I'm just very pleased with that. And they did they did uh, great, uh, as I understand it. And so we'll we'll be seeing their shows coming up. That sounds super. Yeah. Local doctors doing the job. Okay. Tomorrow night, uh, you know, you mentioned your program, but tomorrow night, no longer taping. You're going to be live tomorrow we'll night. We'll be live right? tomorrow night. We're going to want questions. We'll be pushing everybody to call in questions. Uh, Bob Santella, who is a dear friend from many years, he's a nephrologist, a kidney specialist, and he's been involved with the kidney transplant program. And Jeff Steers, who is his uh, surgeon that works with him to do the transplants, the two of them will be talking about all kinds of transplants kind of surgery, and that will be quite interesting, I expect, tomorrow night. And it's all about transplants, and it'll be live on the air. You can call in your questions during the program. Great show. Great show. It'll be Very fun. Very nice. You know, in your absence, Dr. Holm, there was a lot of illness going about Brookings. Yes. Awful lot of stuff going on. And I was talking to my daughter, who lives in Boston, and she said, we've just been almost walking on eggshells because 20% of the school is out with the, nor- is it norovirus? Is that the right word? Well, that's a GI. Yeah, and just sick as a dog. And my two, she has a four and a six-year-old, and she's hoping they don't get it. And she said, I just read recently that grape juice has something in it. So we're all drinking a lot of grape juice. <laughs> so far, they've avoided it. Have you ever heard that grape juice may help you fight the flu? No. I had never heard that either. Well, but if no, it makes but her feel good. Now, one thing, influenza or the flu is a respiratory thing. Correct. And half the world has got that right now. And my kid in New Orleans has got it. The kid in New York City has got it. And a lot of people from Brookings have got it. And we had some of it in, on board when we were uh, down there. Uh, but that's that's influenza. Now, stomach flu is inappropriate. It's, it's not a stomach flu. It's a stomach virus. Flu is respiratory. Stomach virus, like Norwalk or any of the of the GI uh, kind of uh, diarrhea illnesses or vomiting diarrhea illnesses who are which are generally one or two days max you know as a rule maybe three or four at the most but it uh, makes you feel pretty lousy well, it, you know the <laughs> take it from me uh, the bowels are an important thing and if you don't get those working right you're in trouble so uh, I always uh, see when I see these people what they'll do is they'll come in and they'll have the vomits and the diarrhea and then they can't drink and eat for a while and you can just not eat and drink for a while it's okay it kind of goes away and then you can start on clear liquids like water and and uh if that you can hold that down then you're you're out of the woods and then the next day you can start and i you know they argue about this but i really believe that uh easy things to to absorb is important and enough protein is important so i suggest 
the brat diet, bananas, rice, applesauce, toast, and eggs, um, and the least amount of fats. And, uh, and of course, if you're, uh, you're on uh, metformin for diabetes, you're going to want to hold off when you've got the diarrhea and the vomits. Don't take metformin until you're well again. Uh, that's, and the, every doctor will tell you that. Uh, but the GIs are pretty quick to run through its courses. There are some kinds of GI things that are another story, and if you have a prolonged GI problem, get in to be seen. You don't want it to last. Yeah. But no. we've got a flu going on. We've got a respiratory thing. There's an influenza that's just skyrocketing in South Dakota right now, mostly influenza B. And, um, and so we'll be talking about that in the show tomorrow night. Oh, you will, during, during the program. Well, we're going to end with a... The idea of encouraging people to get vaccinations for the flu. You can still get those, can't you? You can I mean, still most get people get them in the right. fall. And right. uh, if, you, if you held off and didn't, and the flu is rampant right now, the, the vaccinations are still available. Yes, they are. What about those of us who got them in the fall? Are they still effective? Uh, they should be covering you. Okay. Uh, right. you know, and if, if you're over 70 or over 65, I think, they're giving the four times stronger influenza vaccination so because you know our immune systems age like the rest of our parts and they sometimes don't come to our defenses when we need them so there are so we've quite they found that they have a better chance of helping you if you take it the, the quadruple strength level and of course the side effects are a little bit worse but not much it's worth it and that's what we're giving at the clinic okay and for those who uh, want to avoid it, if you've had the influenza shot, can't improve on washing your hands. Wash, wash, wash. Your hands, wash. Cover your cough. And if you don't have a handkerchief, which you can throw away as soon as you've sneezed into it, sneeze into your elbow. There are a lot of dirty elbows out there. There are, but we generally don't rub elbows too much. Not too much. Um, so the other thing to say is let's take a break, but when we come back, let's talk about the chapter I'm working on uh, in my next book. Well, we'll want to hear about that. We'll be back right after these words. Hey, I'm 1430 KBRK. Argyle Salt, Dr. Home Birthday Boy in studio. Regale us with another pirate story, if you would. Okay, well, when you, when you come out of Anagata, when you come out of Gorda Sound, Virgin Gorda Sound, okay, there is a, these islands that are mostly the British Virgin Islands are mountainous tall volcanic oh right? so you were on the beewees yeah okay british virgin yeah so we're sailing out of virgin gordon you go straight north 15 miles to anagata not anagata de vida but we always say anagata de vida but anagata is a uh, coral island so the highest point on that island is 20 feet i mean it is because it's straight it's, coral. it's right on the water and it will disappear probably if the as the as the ocean rises but <clears throat> there is a 200-person uh, uh, population that live there, um, mostly residue uh, of the, uh, the blacks that were slaves in the 15 and 16 and 1700s when they were being uh, forced to, make, uh, to, to, uh, to uh, raise sugarcane on all of those islands. And there was a revolt and so on and so forth. But, the st- but each island has its own r- native population. And they look different. They talk different. Uh, Anagata has a beautiful population. These people are particularly handsome and very nice. Just the nicest people. 
and there's some others that aren't aren't uh, I mean there's a uh, Pam's pretty good bakery is there and she's she and her husband are you know I think from Wisconsin I don't know. expatriates she, yeah. <laughs> does she call it her pretty good bakery no I oh, call it right. it's <laughs> Pam's bakery Pam. and Paradise uh, okay. restaurant you know okay. they have there's a bunch of restaurants in Anagata and you mm-hmm. always order lobster there and it's the one night we eat out other time uh, otherwise we pretty much eat on the boat we used to maintain a naval presence there too with a naval base i believe yeah and i had uh, some friends that were stationed there way back in the day and they said hurricane season would come in september most and the whole population would gather at the city center which was the hurricane central and they'd have a big hurricane party yeah in this cement enclosure and she said uh, trudy was her name she said it would last three days sometimes we'd sing and Drink a little rum and listen to the wind blow, and then and then go out and clean up. You know, yep. clean up the mess. Yeah. They stayed inside it, the concrete yeah. area yep. until I, the hurricane think, blew by. Yeah, yeah, I think it's mostly uh, the Spanish virgins, uh, the Spanish Virgin Islands, where the bombing sites were, and all of the naval uh, Puerto Rico uh, carried the the navy and so on and so forth. That's right there. I mean, you. Uh, I had a friend who was a Puerto Rican physician, and he sailed his boat over one year. Uh, and we did a doctor's uh, gathering, and then we presented to the doctors of the British Virgin Islands uh, actually a presentation, uh, and uh, that's been fun. I've got a great friend, Mitchell Penn, who's been on my show by Skype from the British Virgin Islands. He's a brilliant family physician, and, and that's a joy connection that we really like. You have great connections. You go back, you just love it, You right? make friends, you know, you and why would you let go of friends? You know, you make a connection, and let's keep it going. So we send them Christmas cards and that type of thing. I took them out for dinner this last, uh, you know, the first week that we were there. And uh, he and his wife and his brother, who lives in Washington, D.C., flew down, and they were having a— they came over and had fish sandwiches at— um, uh, what is the name of the, the a fine restaurant? restaurant huh? But like we beach. gather some of these people. They fly into uh, uh, Beef Island, which is on Tortola, really, and there is Trellis Bay, which is a beautiful bay right there. And you can anchor your boat or pull up to a mooring buoy, and then you motor into uh, uh, the uh, restaurants there. And and the people who get off the airplane, they walk to the restaurant bar. Where we're sitting there drinking beer and enjoying. Hello, welcome to the island, man. Yeah, my. So do you, do you do you tow a, a rubber belt boat then behind the sailboat? Well, actually, we lift it up, okay. so we have it on the boat and we uh, on the on the boat, and uh, but it isn't dragging and slowing us down. Are my, are we talking about medicine too much? Mm, this is fine. This is <laughs> now remember, good rum, for your medicine. Good rum is very medicinal, Doctor Holmes. I so. can tell you that. Um, just being there in the sun and the salt water and, uh, you know, things healed immediately. My hands got so much better, everything. You know, and it just, a rocking and rolling boat, I couldn't feel better. I just, it was just, and the, we sailed every day. We snorkeled every day. We hiked mountains. We ran mountains and uh, ran on Anagata every week, you know, a four-mile run. My you usually have the same team that follow, you know, that joins you or the same crew. But have you ever had people that really couldn't handle it and were so uh, seasick that they just said never again? No. No. Well, that's no, good. No, no. Yeah, well, you, uh, they <laughs> start good. getting sick. You, you anticipate it and you slap on a scopolamine or a half of a scopolamine patch and you give them a little meclizine or anavert or something like that when they're getting. And then 
um, it's best. Uh, right. Then it then it goes away. I have a little <laughs> anti-vomiting medicine that I bring along because I get it with the chemo, you know, and uh, that that's immediate. And uh, so I I pretty much we had one lady that she had we'd ask her, you want anything? No, no, I'm fine. And then suddenly she turned green like that, lost her cookies in the garbage bag. That was very nice. And we, sla- her. we slapped on a p- half a patch and gave her a meclizine and then gave her a quick dissolving in your tongue. And she was fine. And she that didn't quick. bother one little bit the rest of the time. People who thought they might have problems, you get them a little scopolamine patch and they're okay. Well, good. I was wondering if that would be a problem because someone who had never been there and they're excited to spend the week with you and then spend the week vomiting would not <laughs> be a good thing. No, and you know you can cover it with that. There are a few people who, who, who've tried everything and they can't. It doesn't help them. But uh, and they should avoid it because you yeah. don't want to be sick. No, you want to enjoy yourself. How can you jog with your sea legs? That's what I want to know. Yeah, it's you know it, it's part of what keeps your your whole equilibrium. <laughs> yeah. And, and in fact, the whole thing has not bothered me the last maybe ten years. I mean, I used to put on a half a patch and then I'd take a meclizine here and there. I went on a group of guys. You know, we were a little hungover from the night before. You know, and then we were smoking cigars. Well, I can tell oh, you. I mean, I don't smoke cigars. <laughs> so somebody gave. You know, what are you, you're there, and I can tell you, I threw that one away, <laughs> and uh, and that's the last time I will. I, I ugh, don't forget like the cigars, right? So, but anyway, that whole that was the only time I can remember that I really did turn a little green. That, and it was the cigar and maybe a little bit of the rum the night before. But well, I think overall you had a great trip. There's I, no question about it. I don't need meclizine and scopolamine anymore, you know. And and I don't. I get. I, I can feel it a little, but not much. You know, you're equal. It's good. It's good for your balance to be rocking and rolling on a, a boat. You get your balance back. A vacation getaway, though, is so very important to a person, to your well-being. You just feel grounded after a couple of days. You can just shake off whatever it is that's holding it down for a well, little while anyway we had a different crew each week Joni and i and uh it the joy of of the trip for them is one of the things that buoyed my my whole story but there's something about just the sun and a cup of coffee and a sailboat trip and snorkeling and the exercise and the outdoors and the movement of it all that is just very healing i think we all need to have that kinds of thing and to enjoy, you know, savor those moments. And uh, and it brings you joy when the new crew comes and you know they're going to enjoy there it. There it is, you know, true. Their there, joy is your joy. There it right? is. I was trying to work on my boat, on uh, on my book, uh, while I was on the boat. I didn't have much time. I had to work on an essay, two essays that, I've, that we've uh, already recorded. But I did work on Chapter 4 on my book, and that was about... Where do you find happiness and meaning of life? You know, it's before it, you get to that. What's the working title of your book? It the, may change. The fourth season. And this, the overall story idea is, is idea. how to your fourth season, huh? aging, getting into that last season of your life. Where is uh, you know if you're going to be taking care of a partner who is sick or your mar- parents? So how to deal with the last part of your life and now and I how to care for an aging parent? And the chapter you worked on was uh, one of the things about uh, the joy of giving okay. is that it gives you joy back, and uh, it has three parts. The first part is to see uh, how important it is to realize uh, the needs of the other person. Um, and the second part is once you realize the, the value of that other person, then it gives you value. 
So then it allows you to value yourself. And there is the, uh, the, the story of what brings happiness. I mean, it's, that it's uh, to value yourself because what you're doing. And then the third part of it is to practice that. And the best way to practice that, you know, when it's hard to think about the other person. It's hard to, to um, if you've been a person that has been, if you're young, you're automatically, it's me, 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 me. You know, and as you get older, something happens along the line that you realize it's not about me. It really is about that other person. And once you realize that, then it comes back to you. So, uh, but how to practice that? And uh, I've really, in medicine, realized that the way to really practice caring for another person is to give them the greatest compliment, the greatest gift that you can give them, which is to listen. And uh, listening means uh, trying to gain what knowledge they're giving you. Now, there are people who will babble on and on and on and on, and, of course, if you listen to that, pretty soon you can't you listen anymore. You could go anymore. to sleep, right. <laughs> uh, and, that, and, and by the way, you know, we, a, a, a one-sided conversation is not good for anybody. So to really listen to them instead of figuring out what your conversation is going to come back. See, that's the, that Covey says that in five of his seven habits of highly successful people. Number five is you should listen in a way that you're, you're gaining knowledge, not thinking about how you're going to reply. Now, when you, when you th are listening and you gain knowledge, one way you can always say is to repeat what they said, at least in your own version, they're going to respond to that. You will have a response. And to practice that, because that's a tool that we use in medicine. They say, I really have been having a lot of headaches, doc. And you say, you've been having headaches? What kind of headaches? I've been having this kind of a problem. And then you, you repeat what they said in a way, but on a, you're in an interpretative manner. If you can really learn to listen, it really is the greatest gift you can give another person. Truly is. It is. So that's the chapter four, and I've been working on it. And of course, I'm not a English person, and it's a challenge for me to write in a way that is understandable, clear, interesting. And sometimes you find yourself repeating yourself, and your words are bad, and you've choice, chosen. Well, you do have an editor helping you, don't you? I do. Well, that makes a difference. Yes. I'm sure. Say, so we have to take our final break. We'll be back right after these words. Prairie Doc Radio is part of the Healing Words Foundation, which provides honest, science-based medical information through various media outlets. We invite you to donate to the Healing Words Foundation. In doing so, you will help us enhance health and diminish suffering by communicating useful information through public media. Send your gift to Healing Words Foundation, Box 752 Brookings, or find us online at healingwordsfoundation.org. Hi, welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. Dr. Holm had not heard that little I hadn't PSA heard that before. Promo. Well, you know, we've really been reluctant about asking for uh, help, but we, you know, for this, the Healing Word Foundation, which is the funding source for On Call with the Prairie Doc and for this radio show and for the television or the uh, newspaper article and all those efforts, uh, we need to have some support. And I may not be here forever, and so I want to make sure that this effort on honest honest you know non 
biased information, or at least as good Keep as we can. Keep it going with your foundation, right? That's it. The Healing there Words is. Foundation is it, and we'd love to have people contribute to it. I have to uh, commend Ginger Thompson for writing that. I read it, but she wrote it That's really nicely done. Nicely hey, done. We hope you've enjoyed our Prayer Doc radio program, and we're so happy to have Dr. Holm back with us. You can always hear and see more from Dr. Holm online at prairiedoc.org. That's all for this week. Thank you, Dr. Holm. Thank you, Joan. And, uh, and you know, tomorrow night, Transplant Show, 7 o'clock, South Dakota Public Broadcasting. Stay healthy out there, people.